the opinions and ideas of the guests of Spooky Things with Sarah and Debbie are not necessarily that of the host or Web Radio Network staff. You're listening to Spooky Things with Sarah and Debbie on the Web Radio Network. And now, Sarah and Debbie. Hey, everybody. This is Debbie. Um, We're going to be doing kind of like a little bit of a different show tonight. Um, We're going to kind of go into a little bit of of what Sarah and I do um, with our investigations. Um, Sarah, unfortunately, tonight is not with me. Bless her heart, she's been having some real issues going on with her health, and it's just been like one thing after another. And um, so asking for prayers up for Sarah, and I miss her so much. I mean, that, 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 that girl's my sidekick. She's been my sidekick for like 40 years. So, I mean, and when she's not like right here attached at my hip, it's like, ah, golly, it's just really weird. So she's in a local hospital in where she lives at and um which is like a couple hours away from me here so but um if we could just ask you guys just to keep that girl in your prayers we would sure appreciate it and um and i I terribly miss her but hopefully she's going to be back next week so we can just bombard her and um she she can do this show for a while you know it's like hey i've done my thing now you can do your thing but what we're going to do tonight is that We're going to talk a little bit about what is a paranormal investigator, what does it take to become a paranormal investigator, and what is expected from you as a paranormal investigator. Um, I had an interesting conversation this past weekend with an individual, I'll be nice, Um, and um, she said... (laughs) You do not see ghosts, and I was, you know, not a paranormal investigator. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad somebody can clear up my life for me, but unfortunately, it was completely incorrect. Basically, guys, a paranormal investigator, and I, I've had this question a lot, and um, people like you used a word like this past weekend was. Um, somebody being a um professional paranormal investigator and that you know we are just insinuate that we just know everything about this and we're such an expert on this let me clear that up right now there's very few experts in this field and the reason why is because it is such a new field there is such little data that we can go on and it's really data that gets acquired daily um everybody is we are exactly what our name we don't hide who we are 
We mean what we say and we say what we mean. We are paranormal investigators. We investigate. We research. We are researchers. We are investigators. We gather data. We collect it. We research it. We tear it apart. Why did that happen? How did that happen? Could you see it? Could you hear it? Could you smell it? All these things is what makes up an investigation. And entries, you you document everything and you have a, a book that you put these entries in. What is the similarity of this particular investigation to a investigation at the same location a month ago versus at a completely different location a year ago? Are there similarities? What is totally different and what is strikingly similar? Um, it's all this stuff that really, it, it just means so much. And um, you have to be very, very articulate with what you're doing. You You have to make sure that when you write something down, you aren't the only one that can read it. Because other people are going to be coming up behind you, and a lot of times they take your data and match it up with theirs. So it has to be written in a form that can be easily interpreted by other people, or else it means nothing. It just doesn't mean anything. Um, photographs, lots and lots and lots and lots of photographs, videos. And remember, when you put a video out there, you've got to make sure that you save that video because in a very short period of time, Facebook will just take it right off and it's gone. There's all kinds of little things like this that you have to remember. But um, one of the main things that I haven't heard, but I'm going to put this out to you guys. If you want to be a paranormal investigator, the first thing you've got to walk through that door with is tough skin. Because you are going to be ridiculed, you're going to be slammed up against the wall by people trying to humiliate you and embarrass you, don't take it. Stand your ground, go by what you know, go by what you, you know, what you have experienced. And that's a huge part of paranormal investigation is experience. Every time you go into a place, you're going to gain that experience. And nobody can take that away from you. Nobody can tell you what you saw. Nobody can tell you what you feel. You know. And if you go in there and you have got heightened senses, are you empathic? Are, do you have mediumship in any way? A lot of these things are so they're extra tools that you can use when you're in that particular location. Use those tools. That's why they've been given to you. Other people can't relate to it. That's because they don't have it. Not everybody has got the gift that you have. Do they understand it? No, but that's fine. They weren't meant to. If they were, they'd have it, but they don't. So don't mind that. You have to have a tough skin. You know who you are. Use it. And, you know, I... I just I just get blown away sometimes about how some people are so judgmental and um 
I was actually told, I, I'm telling you, point blank, I was told, you do not see ghosts. Really? Then what am I looking at? That I don't do what I claim I do. Oh, really? Can you explain this and this and this and this then? But on the other hand, ladies and guys, you don't owe anything, any, any, you don't owe anybody anything, okay? When you go on a, an investigation, you are going with the gifts that you know that you have. You know how to work it. And as, as time goes on, you'll hone your gift. It'll get better. It'll be easier to read. It'll be much more informative for you. You have to work it. You have to practice it just like a guitar. You, the more you use it, the more you practice it, the better it gets. The better you are at figuring out what works for you. And when you can figure that part out, going into a, a haunted location, it, it's so much easier for you because you're actually able to use your own gifts, your own body to tell you what's going on out there. Nobody can tell you what you see. Nobody can tell you what you hear, what you think, what you smell. Nobody can tell you that. And it's ignorant. It is ignorance upon somebody to even assume that they can do such a thing. Ignorance. Have a tough skin, guys. You're going to need it because I'm telling you, you're going to be coming up against it. Just like I did this past weekend, you will come across ignorance that is so striking that it would just make you want to just say, oh, man, you know, maybe this. Is yes, it is. You're fine. Let them be. You do what you are going to do. So I think that one of the one of the first things that you should walk in before you do any of this is realize not everybody out there is going to be your friend. You're going to be ridiculed. You're going to be questioned. And people are, some people are going to be like, oh, that that's fascinating. You know, I, I would love to do that, whatever, whatever, whatever. And they're with you a whole way. But there's a lot of people out there that are really going to get up underneath your skin. Don't let it. Don't let it do that. Don't lose your focus. You have to stay focused on what you are doing, regardless of what anybody says, regardless of any of that, you know what you're doing. This is a very cutting edge time. And we are seeing things that really have not been seen before. That's why there's not a lot of data on it. And um, we don't know how a lot of these things work. And um, I mean, biggest institutions like NASA has actually turned to a lot of the stuff that investigators use because there is a possibility that what we're experiencing could have a correlation with some of the things that they're working on. Because remember, we're not exactly sure where this stuff is coming from. It's it's something that still really has to be figured out. How's it going to get figured out? By people like us. By people like the, the big scientists, the string theory and astrophysicists and all these people. They're up there doing the, the really tough stuff, you know, which I believe me, I am. Uh, I, I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand more. I'm no astrophysicist. I am nowhere near it. That's their job. It's way above my pay grade. I do what I do. I do the little things. 
and everything starts small and goes big. And that's what we're doing, guys. And we're doing a really good job. When you look at the things that we have done now compared to what they were back 10 years ago, um, investigators weren't really experiencing a lot of what we are doing now. I'm not exactly sure why, but we are really getting phenomenal results with them. A lot of you guys are saying, well, I don't have the equipment because there's a lot of equipment. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of equipment you could have. There, there's a countless amounts of energy uh, of equipment out there that you could get. Some of it ranging from, you know, pretty, pretty cheap to really expensive. Guys, let me fill you in on this. What you need is an open mind and a willingness to learn and a willingness to say, ah, you know, anything is possible, anything. But be very, very, very intricate with what you're doing. Cover all your bases. And if you've got those extra skills, that's your best piece of equipment right there is your gut feeling. Your curiosity, don't let it get away with you. Do not let your curiosity get away with you. And this is huge, guys. This one right here is going to be really big, too. Don't let your ego get in the way. Don't do this for an ego boost. Okay? Well, because uh, believe me, the people who we were just talking about earlier, they'll put you down humble means. Uh, quick. They will get you humbled up real quick. But don't do this for a big ego. That's not what this is about. Do this. Because you want to make a difference. It also depends on what kind of an investigator that you want to be. Do you want to be an investigator that's going to help other people out? Or do you want to investigate in order to find answers on a more scientific level? Both are totally cool. They really are. Both are totally cool. Lots of people do both. I know Sarah and I, we do both. And some people do it strictly to help other people totally cool that i mean in order to help a family especially a family that's got children that are involved in it man you couldn't you 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 really couldn't impress me with more of a giving thing to do because there's not a whole lot of people they can turn to but they can turn to people like us who understand let them know and reassure them no you're not crazy there there's definitely something going on here and i think we can help you if we can't help you let us go on ahead and see through our means if we can find somebody who can help you because it might be a step above what we do. Which brings me into another point. Know your limitations. Know them. Because if you don't and you go into something, you could come walking out of there with a whole world of trouble. Don't go into a place, you know, John Wayne it, you know, go in there, guns ablaze, and you're going to go handle business. No, that's not what we do. It's, it's not going to work out well, okay? You go in there and you take your data and you research it and use respect. Please use respect. These were people before. They're still in spiritual form. Use respect. 
when you speak to them. Nobody wants to be talked to. I don't like it when somebody talks to me rudely or harshly. I don't like that. And I can only imagine some of these things that these things are experiencing. The people who are what? Tell me your name. <laughs> Would you answer it? Because <laughs> I'd be like, oh, bite me. I don't need to tell you nothing. Or, you know, maybe you'd like to wear a book in your lap. Here, I'll throw one over at you. I can understand it. I really can. It's, you know, some of these, some of these people go in there just <laughs> like, are you really kidding me? You think you're going to get anywhere that way? Chances are you're not. Go in respectfully. And remember, you're talking to somebody that was just as alive as you and I are right now. And uh, they don't appreciate being talked to like that. And, and you're not going to get anywhere probably you'll end up with someone pretty PO'd on the other side at you. You don't want that. So, and which brings us into something else. If you go in there and every nerve in your body is telling you that this is something so much more, you are looking at something that could, I'm saying could, because it is rare, but you could be looking at something a little bit mnemonic here uh, you're thinking hmm there's a bad smell around here uh you hear the buzzing of flies uh, you know these are these are things that people think are are funny and are like you know like something that you'd see on the movies what do you think the movies are based off of a lot of real events that go on but these are signs that it could be something going on or if you go in there and somebody just looks weird, they're they're not acting like they should. They're totally, totally different personality. And, you know, there's all kinds of ways that there's all these little tests that you can do. We're not going to get into that. That's not what this is about. But if you do encounter something like that, guys, know your limitations. Okay. Don't go in there thinking that you're going to be, you know, an exorcist. Um, an exorcist takes a lot of training. An exorcist is highly, highly trained, has had years of experience. Now, I'm talking about a good exorcist. Years of experience has experienced things you don't want to be anywhere near. and it ain't fun. Why do they do it? Because it's their calling. It's a calling from God that they have. They're helping people. They are, they are helpers of God. They have a strong, very strong faith, unshakable, unflappable faith that many of us would be halfway through this thing and we'd be questioning everything on earth. They're not. They are stronger than the strongest, the strongest man alive in a in a weightlifting contest has nothing on the strength of the faith of, of these people that do this. And it's not something you can just walk into. Um, this is something a real exorcist is a very spiritual individual, a very it's a God's man, and they're very strong. And it's just, I find them to be amazing. And actually, they're so strong, 
actually frightening at times because there's only one thing that that's on their mind at that point and um and that's dealing with this thing and um putting everything that they have into it because it's God's will it's God's calling for them to do this I don't know many people that can so please do not think that you can walk into a place and take this thing or do what on your own. Please don't do that. That's called ego getting in the way. This is what we were talking about, ego. It's going to get you hurt. It's going to get your client hurt or killed. It can turn out disastrous for everybody involved if you don't know exactly what you're doing. A lot of these things you've got one shot at one shot you don't want to give that person or to have that person give up that one shot because your ego told you you can do something like this okay honey before you do it i'm going to tell you right now you can't do it okay you will not be able to do it the chances are of you doing this are very slim especially if you're working with something that is up there there's different hierarchies and when something even you think, oh, I don't, I don't think it's really that strong. I think that it's, they're liars. They will lie to you. They will do everything that they think that they can do to get around you. And they are so clever. Dangerously, dangerously clever. Don't think that you're smarter than them. Chances are you're not. They've been here for a long time way before you and will be here way after you they're not stupid leave it to somebody who knows what they're doing and i can tell you right now i've been doing this for years and years and years i wouldn't dream of walking into a room where that is going on not me mm-mm I have vulnerabilities that I'm aware of and I'm smart enough to know that that would be a target and I'm not going to put myself in the target's way, but I do know some amazing people who could handle that. So if I walked into a place and I saw something like that, my intelligence level would say, we need to go higher because this is never something that I would be able to take care of, but I am trained enough. And I was trained by somebody who's awesomeness. And I'm trained enough to know when I walk into a place with my experience and the training that I have received and all the research that I have done. This is all so, so, so important. It all works together late. Ladies and gentlemen, this all works together. This is not just one thing that you do at you know once in a while. This is constant that you have to do. You have to be able to walk into a room and say, I think this is what we're dealing with. This right here. And it's like class of 101 of what the heck is this? But I think we got a pretty good handle on that. So I would be able to say, you know, this. In my opinion, this is what you've got going on here. And I think I know who I can give a call to. Let's run it by this person, see what they think. And 
I think we can make a pretty good call that way. And they will know how to proceed with this further. That's the wise way of doing it. Don't be a Superman. Don't go in there being a Superman because your client's life is in danger. You're, you're putting your client's life on the line. Don't do that. Please don't do that. And don't put yourself on the line. Don't do it. G give it to an expert who can take care of it. That's that's what they do, okay? But a paranormal investigator does not do that. Don't get that confused. A paranormal investigator goes in, sees what's going on. It's like you're a recorder. You record everything going on. You check it out. You see what it is. Now, there's also things called banishing. Uh, that's a completely different story. As you get more involved in your investigations, you find out what you can do. And um, you can either banish something, neutralize it. Um, there's so many different techniques that you can even do that with. Again, it takes somebody experience. You can't just walk in there on your second or third investigation and go, I'm going to banish this. I wouldn't advise that either. Again, slide into these things. You know, Don't try to do too much. Again, it, it It'll make it hard on you. Don't do that. But um, equipment-wise, it's a cornucopia of things that you can get. Um, but your most important asset that you have on an investigation is your gut feeling. There's a lot of really good investigators out there who start with, you know, they they grow as as they go on and on, and they get all this equipment. And I know for a while there, Sarah and I, it's like, it took us a half an hour to bring all the stuff in from the car, just bringing it in there. And then it took like another hour to set it all up and you got all this equipment everywhere. And for the big jobs, we'll still do that because I mean, you get unbelievable. You know, the, the, these are such good tools for you that you don't have to have those third and fourth eyes behind you. You've got this equipment to help you to do it. These um, recorders are, video recorders are, I mean, night vision cameras. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing help to you. Um, they've saved our butt several times so that we can see what's going on behind us. What's also saved our butt a few times is having the people watching us and they're like, oh, uh, we think we saw something over in this corner. It's like, oh, really? And we turn around, it's like, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think there is something back there. We're having lead pipes thrown at us and everything else. But the the cameras are are really, really big plus to have. Um, grids that you put up, you can see something walk across the grid. You, know, you can't mistake that. You, it's kind of hard to have something fake that because it's either there or it's not, you know, and um We've used grids before, and we've caught a lot of things up in the grid, SLS cameras. But remember, everything can have a tweak to it. So, again, you know, you have to know what you're looking at. Are, are, are you tracking something, or are you looking at a doll? Good dolls track. A, a doll, it, it, especially like a standing mannequin, it can track. And you can look over and say, oh, my God, there's something on the SL. No, it's not. It's tracking that right there. Or a coat rack. A coat rack will track like a person. And you'll think, oh, my God, there's a, there's, there's a spirit. There's a person standing. No, it's not a coat rack. You got to know what you're looking at. 
This is where the investigation after the investigation comes in handy and always do a review of what you've picked up the next day. I mean, I know it sounds boring to go all the way back through this stuff. Do it because we have caught shadows of kids at Camp 31. We caught the shadows of three or four kids coming up from the ground and the shadows going across the wall after our investment. We didn't even know we caught it. We didn't even know until the next day. And I'm sitting there and I'm reviewing and I'm like, what the hell? And I'm looking and I picked up the phone. I said, Sarah. Do me a favor, pick up, pick up the um, pick up the film from last night at, at this, you know, at, at these coordinates. Pick up the film and take a look at that. What do you see? She came back on, she's like, damn, I can't believe we we didn't see. I said, picked it up the next day. We didn't even we didn't even know it was there. So I mean, that's stuff that we would have lost if we did not review our work from the night before. So that's highly important. Research the building before you go in. Do the best that you can. You're not going to find all the information on it, but you'll know a lot more about it if you don't do it at all. Your research before you go into the building is going to be instrumental. When you're in that building and stuff starts going down, and you, but you know the name of the people that have been in there. You know of anything that has happened in the building, so you can you can cross reference that for yourself. Um, maybe there there have been other people that have gone in there and they said over in this room in this corner we see this. Concentrate on that corner in that room. You've already got an insight. These people were nice enough to give you the insight of it. Great. So you know what you're looking for. It's it's these tips and these tricks that you need that is of an enormous help. Please remember, and this is like really important too. Guys, if something seems a little bit cantankerous, it doesn't mean it's evil. It doesn't. Because I'm going to tell you. If they were nasty in life, the chances are they're going to be nastier now because it ain't so good. They're not going to be nice to deal with, but it does not mean that they're demonic. Like we have said before, how many times something that's really demonic is rare. And it gets rarer the more serious it is. It you know, the more lower levels, little pain in the butts. Yeah, you'll find those. We have found a lot of those, just like Stumpy at the um, we called Stumpy that was over at the hospital, the one who crab crawled all the way across the flipping ceiling up on top of us. That was that was pretty eerie. That was pretty spooky. But um, I mean, but that's a that's a lower archy of a lower hierarchy of something that is not good it was not what would take an exorcist to deal with that is no nothing like that but um so you'll come across all kinds of things like that just keep them at bay and go about your business that's all you really need to do they're fascinating but yeah just keep them at bay go about your business and do not 
do not have anything to do with them. You really don't, you know, what they say, I'll say it nicely, mess around and find out. Just take it from me. Don't don't mess around to find out. Just just keep going, doing what you're doing. Um, and just remember, your role is not to change the world there. Your role is to go in, investigate, ease your curiosity, because it is fascinating. When you get in there and the stuff starts happening, you're like, oh my God, I've never heard an actual disembodied voice and here you're hearing it. It's like, it's the most fascinating thing I've ever heard. And it's fascinating when you hear it over a recorder or over a piece of equipment. It is fascinating. I'll be the first one to tell you that, but I'll tell you what's mind blowing is when you're standing there and you're talking to somebody and you hear it with your, with your own ears and there is nothing there, nothing there that would have caused this, voice but by george you're hearing it it's like that's impossible no it's not you're hearing it for yourself and um and when the night is over and done with you sit there and you go wow i just feel like pinching myself i can't believe i actually heard that it's like you know on someone's first experience with it there there's there's no thrill like it it's like you know i we went here and we thought we could do it so good, but I w- I really never thought that I'd actually ever experience actually hearing something like that or actually seeing what we saw. And it, it is such a major thrill because I think before then you're always kind of suspicious. It's like, is it really real? You know, I've never really experienced it before. But then when you do, you're hooked. You're absolutely hooked because now you know beyond a shadow of a doubt no, this is real. You know, you can't tell me what I didn't hear. You can't tell me what I didn't see. I know what I did. And um, I see. So most of us that have gone out and done this, as soon as we get that first experience, we're hooked. Then there, there's just no change in our mind about it. We're full speed ahead and we're going to keep on doing it. So as far as I go, I don't care about those naysayers out there. I'm doing what I know for me is the right thing to do. It's a calling for me. I've had it since I was a kid. Couldn't deny it when I was a kid. I mean, I heard and I saw as a, as a kid on. And uh, now I am using what gifts I have to continue on with this. And um, Sarah has the same gifts that I have very similar we're similar it's kind of similar kind of different from each other but we complement each other really well and um we've got another a party that comes in with this and that would be Nina and Nina is absolutely amazing as well and when you put the three of us together wow I mean we've really had some really cool things that have that we've caught and we caught on film um, we've caught recording wise, um, got a little boy's voice at Camp 31 that called out to Adam, the owner, and it said, Big Daddy. And, and it's just as clear as a bell. We got a picture of him. And, uh, but to hear that little voice of a little boy that died back in the 1800s. So, Big Daddy, it, you know, it's it's something that can, you'll never forget it. You'll never forget that. Um, 
we do what we do because we love the thrill of it. And we do what we do because we love being with the people who we are with when we're doing it. It's like a big family. That is true. That's called the paranormal family. And we really are. We're, we're are like a just brothers and sisters in there just, you know, trying to get these in. We're all on the same wavelength. But um, hopefully some of these tips have really helped you guys into doing what you're doing. Um, just remember, anything that you hear, and make sure if somebody makes a sound, log it. Make sure that you log it, okay? So-and-so made this sound right here. And um, tag your tape. Um, So-and-so did this sound, you know, so that you don't get it confused with other sounds that are going on. Just be meticulous with your with your work. It'll it'll save you time and it'll save you a lot of energy trying to get it all figured out later on. Um, be very clean with your work. Um, be very careful the way you store it. You want to make sure that if you need to go back, that you filed it correctly because it'll be easy to get back to because a lot of times you need quick references. If you're out in the field and you've got somebody at the station or at your house, wherever your office is, say, hey, listen, do me a favor, go back to this case and pull out the files on it and see if this has ever happened here before. And they believe it'll get to it while you are, you know, currently there and they'll be able to cross-reference it quickly for you. These are all really important things that you need to do. And the bigger that you guys get and the more things that you do, you're going to find the need for that really meticulous work that you've done is going to pay off because it will be easily accessed. And that's really important in the middle of something like that going on is easy accessibility to find what you've done before. Um, big thing here also, do not, I don't care how, how, um, brave you are. I think we can use the word brave. It's not brave. It's foolishness. I'm telling you this, and this brings ego back into, into play here. Do not go into a haunted location or really anywhere by yourself. Don't, don't do it. There's reasons for it. And it's not because, you know, you're, you're scared. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It has to do with the fact that a lot of haunted locations are very compromised. You go in there and you fall through a floor. There's not going to be anybody there to help you. You're going to be laying there for who knows how long without any help. Don't go into a place by yourself. Um, What's one of the favorite things that they love to do? They love slamming doors. You can be standing in a doorway and have a door slammed right on you. Just about to knock you out. It's happened. It has happened. But if you're going in there by yourself, you get your butt knocked out. How long are you going to be laying there? And I'm telling you right now, I don't want to be laying by myself, half unconscious in a room with something in there. With, oh, no, not me. No. I'm too old for that crap. No. I'm going in there with somebody, and so should you. Don't think that you're that you're so good that you'll be just fine. There's always that one time that it's going to happen, and you're going to be in trouble. Don't do it. Um. So basically, yeah, that's about it. We do what we do because we enjoy it. 
We enjoy the people we do it with. Um, we enjoy that thrill, that thrill of going in. We love those little frights that happen to us. It's it's charging. It really is. But um, And we love that thrill of the capture of something. And Sarah and I and our team have really captured some things that are just like, we're so proud of it, you know, and it, it's it's wonderful what we caught and we know it is. And we are just so proud of it. And when someone sees it and they are like, oh my God, that's a great catch. What a feeling. It's like, this is just, you know, hey, we've contributed. We've really did some major con- contributions here and we're proud of ourselves and we should be. Um, so guys, who's ever out there, who's thinking, what would it be to be a paranormal investigator? Um, you know, how do we go about doing it? Yeah. The biggest, the biggest, how do you go about doing it? You just do it. You just do it. You know, um, go in there. You don't have any equipment at all. It's all right. Cause a lot of the people who have all the equipment in the world. They get themselves to a point to where they go in with nothing at all but themselves. And sometimes you get better results because you're using gut instincts. And sometimes the better is the less. Sometimes. And um, so when you're starting off small and you don't have any instruments, remember that. Hey, there's a lot of people out there who's got every instrument you can think of and they're going in with probably less than what you have right now because it's sometimes better is less. Um, Hone up those skills that you have. Keep a sharp eye out. Sit quiet. You cannot collect equipment. You cannot collect data if you're going to be sitting there talking with each other, flicking lights on, on and off, getting up and going here and going there. Be still, be still, be part of the room and let it talk to you. Don't sit there and talk and talk, 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 because you're not going to hear what's going on. Sometimes they're so very slight, so quiet that you can barely hear it. But then when you play back the tape recorder, there it is. Now you can hear it. You might not have heard it at the time, but it is just so slight, but it's there. But you wouldn't have been able to have picked it up if you were making all kinds of noise. Be still and, and you'll pick up some things. Paranormal investigations can be the most boring thing in the world. And believe me, oh my God, we've got some film footage of us. I mean, when we get bored sometimes, left amongst ourselves, sometimes we just do the most bizarre things like put sheets on and go up in the front windows of buildings <laughs> and wait for the police to go by and but it, that yeah i gotta tell you that was funny but you know things like that are going to happen you're, you're going to end up going to an investigation that everybody gets all this stuff up with and then you guys go in there and you get nothing it's very common it's very common they're not trained puppies they are not going to work on command they're not going to do it so be prepared. It, it's going to it's gonna not happen. And if they know that you're inexperienced, they might mess with you even more. Sometimes by not doing anything. And then again, sometimes it might be they might just scare the tar out of you. You won't be in there but an hour and you'll be out the door. 
you just don't know what's going to happen. But if you get scared, don't run out the door. Don't do it. Don't you do it. This is one of the main things we tell the, when we tell new members who come in on our team. I better not see you run out that door. Because if you run out that door, you just keep on running. We're not going to do that. When you're going in on an investigation, you're supposed to be experienced people knowing what they're doing. And you're going to really give yourself a bad name if you go doing stuff like that. Don't do that. If you just don't feel like you can stay there, calmly gather yourself. Calmly walk to the door and leave and shut the door behind you. But if you get up and you go to run out, that's when accidents happen and you get hurt or you hurt somebody else. Don't do that. So um, I don't really know what else I can, you know, tell you. I, this is just like a broad overview of it. Um, wear the correct clothes. That's just it. Oh, oh, I know. Wear the correct clothes. Don't wear bright colors. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you, a lot of the more experienced people tend to wear darker clothes because you kind of got, you kind of blend into the night. With night vision, you can, you can see somebody. It doesn't matter what they're wearing. Dark clothes, light clothes. It doesn't matter. You can still see them. Um, if you don't have night vision, and the room is that dark, you're not going to see each other anyway. I don't care what you're wearing. But um, some of the older experienced people tend to wear the darker clothes because they blend in more with the shadows. And, I mean, it's it's more of a becoming part of the room. And if they get quiet enough and they sit there and they blend in really well, then, you know, you can pick up things really pretty easily. But um, if if you want to be seen a little bit more, then you can wear something bright. That's fine. I don't really think that's going to make too much of a of a difference. But um, don't wear things that shine and and things that glitter in you know like little what little lights on shoes and stuff like that. You know, and you walk and all these little lights are going. On. Don't 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 do that. Don't do that. That's ridiculous. You don't have to do that. Ladies, well, gentlemen too, don't wear cologne. Don't do that because you need to use all of your senses when you're in there. And if you've got the smell of cologne on you, how are you going to tell if the smell is not, you know, is, is different or, you know, shouldn't be in it? You're, you're pretty much contaminating your, your area that you're supposed to be working with. Do not wear colognes. Do not wear small, uh, heavy smelling deodorants. Don't do anything like that. Anything that's got a strong smell to it, don't have it on you. Um, batteries, take gobs of batteries. When you've got enough batteries to fill up your equipment, buy more because you're going to be, It's it, and especially if you've got a high activity, I would say me personally, you bring three times the batteries that you need, three times. If you run through all of those, it might be time to go anyway, but you take about three times the amount of batteries that you need. And I'm saying three times because you'll have the initial ones that you go in 
You'll probably have to recharge them during the night, and then you'll probably have to need them if you're going to use the equipment the next day to review over anything that you need to do, just like a rule of thumb. Um, research. Uh, uh, do your research the day before or the, you know, the week before, but get, get as much of it as you can. Do a walkthrough. Before you do anything, you walk through that door, you do your walkthrough. Um, we've had things happen on our walkthroughs, but um, photograph the room before you go turning off lights or anything. Photograph the rooms. See what they are when you first get there. And these will be great reference points for you later on in the investigation where you'll have a reference point saying, was that chair sitting there? You'll have a great picture there sitting. So when you look at it at the same angle, if that chair is moved, you'll know we didn't move it. Okay, yeah, the chair's moved. Um, we've had to use our reference points. I don't know how many times. I can't even begin to tell you how many times we've had to use these reference points. Um, do not talk on your cell phone. It's energy that's being used. And... It's really important, you know, you, you kind of like don't even think about that, but it's, it's, an, it's an energy source. Don't talk on your cell phone. The least amount that you talk on your cell phone, the better. Not only is it distracting to the, um, to the team doing the investigation, it's you're, you're putting out an energy source there. That's not what it's about. You want to be taking what's going on in the room, not what you're creating yourself. So. You know, you kind of want to put a put a gag on that. Um, limited talking. Communicate with each other, of course. But um, don't sit there and have jabby conversations. You're, you're, you know, you can do that at a restaurant. But when you're there, you're there to observe and, you know, interact as well as you can with what's going on. Um, I think that's a great basic right there. Um, me, to tell you the truth, one of the things I'm going to tell you as a beginner investigator, okay, now this is different from an experienced investigator, okay, so we're just talking about beginners here just to get you started. Leave those Ouija boards at home. Leave them. Don't bring them. You don't know what you're attracting. And that is the worst place for you to be using it as a beginner. As an experienced person, it's probably one of their best target objects that they have. But they also really have a good idea of what they're doing with it. And most of them, I hope, but most of the ones that we've worked with have been very good about knowing how to open, how to close, and how to deal with the Ouija board correctly that will not become a danger to them or anybody else or the homeowners or business owners. They, they know how to use, to use them correctly. Um, so you guys, you know, don't go in there with things like that. It's, it's creating problems that you're just probably not even aware of. So anyway, there you have paranormal investigating 101 right there. And, um, 
And I think at the end of it all, I just want to say good luck, you guys. Um, we're excited about seeing what you guys can come up with. Be you a first timer or can yeah, we can. Um, be a first timer or experienced. Doesn't matter. Film footage is film footage. And a first time out person can come up with the most amazing stuff because, hey, guys, sometimes it's just about not the experience. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Sometimes it's not the experience. Sometimes it's just plain out good luck. Um, especially with residual stuff. It just comes. But guys, I'm telling you, it's things that you cannot plan on. Like being at the right place at the right time with the right piece of equipment next to you or just ready for whatever happens. For some reason, you were there. We have footage that is amazing. And people are like, how did you get that? And I'm honest about it. I'll tell you the truth. We were just at the right place at the right time. I don't know how on earth we managed to pull it off, but we just so happened to be at the right place at the right time. It was a perfect storm, and we got it, and we're grateful, and we're excited about it. But I have to tell you, I mean, I really don't think that there was any skill involved with this right here. It was going to happen, whether we were here or whether we were not here. This was going to happen. But it just so happened to to work out that here we were at the right place at the right time. And we got it. And you'll find that that happens a lot. So like I say, whether you're a first time um, investigator or you've been doing this for 20 years, um, you both could come up with something vital and vitally interesting to everybody just because you were there at the right place at the right time. And uh, it's just, I think that's what another thing that I like about the paranormal. It's just so unpredictable. And it doesn't take sides. It, um, it doesn't say, oh, well, look, they're a much more experienced team. So, you know, we, we can go on ahead and do all this with them. But uh, no, the other team that's coming in to know, we won't do anything with them because they're just not very... It, it, to do with that it really doesn't it's they're going to do what they're going to do you just have to be prepared to capture what you can on film or to be able to sit and listen and learn as much as you can and documenting it so you got to keep up with them they're not going to keep up with you you got to keep up with them um but i i think that it all comes down to the enjoyment of doing what you're doing. The enjoyment of the people that you're doing it with. I just, my gosh, I have met some amazing, wonderful, wonderful people. And, um, and I know we're going to be meeting more. So talk about meeting and doing people more. You guys are just going to give you another heads up here. Deep South Paracon, Para, um, comic-con paracomic-con is coming up on august the 19th and the 20th in ozark alabama and talking about meeting people 
boy, are you going to be meeting some people? I mean, they there's just amazing people that are going to be there. And um, Sarah and I are just beyond ourselves excited about this, that we're going to be, you know, with all these wonderful, wonderful people. And we've had so many people have already come up to us and say, hey, you know, we're going to be there and we're going to see you guys. And we're so excited. It's like, oh, yeah, because we've never met them in person. We've talked to them on the phone or we've talked with them through, you know, some of the um, the um, posts that we've put out. But we've never been able to actually meet them face to face. And it's going to be so cool to, to see them in, fa- in, you know, in person and face. And uh, so we're real excited about that. That's coming up. But um, so that would be August the 19th and the 20th, the Deep South Paracomicon in Ozark, Alabama. It's Friday and Saturday. So come on out and see Sarah and I. And oh, my gosh. Lee Triana Brown's going to be there. Jeremy Leonard is going to be there. Just, and that's just two of some amazing people that are going to be there. So, um, and a lot of um, radio show hosts are going to be there. That's on the um, the web broadcasting network that we are with. Love these people. We absolutely love these people. And um, they're and they have a team, and they're going to have their team there as well. You can meet some of them. Web Paranormal, um, the the foxes are going to be there, and um, oh my gosh, there's just, I, I, I'm I'm trying to think, and you know, when you're trying to remember names, yeah, it never works out that way. But I'm I'm just breaking through the surface here, just barely breaking through the surface here on who's going to be there so you guys are going to have a really really good time guaranteed good time to come on up and um and there's all kinds of things that we're going to have there as well and um from paranormal to comic book stuff and they're coming up with new people all the time and I don't know a whole lot about comic book stuff, but, you know, a couple of my kids do. And they're like, that stuff's really cool. Oh, they're going to have this. They're going to have this. I said, oh, are you familiar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We watched this anime. And um, so I, I think a lot of you would be familiar with a lot of the comic book stuff that they're going to be having here as well. So in any case, it's going to be a great time. Come on up and see everybody. And, um, you know, it'll be a good weekend. A good family time. Bring the family out. So this is our segment on, so you want to be an investigator. You want to be a paranormal investigator. And I hope I didn't, I hope that I didn't dissuade some of you guys away from doing it. I, I really didn't want to do that. Um, I want to encourage you to do this. And um, in any case, I, I want to encourage you guys to do this because I think you guys are going to be great. And and we love seeing the new up-and-comers because it's like, hey, you know, these are the guys that are going to be doing this when we're not doing it anymore, you know. And they're going to do great. They're going to just do really, really wonderful. And we want you guys, each one of you out there listening, 
We'd love to see you do it. And we're here for you. Um, we'll have your back. You got any questions or you have anything you'd like to um, ask us or have us take a look at for you or give you any tips. We're here. We're here. You guys got, you guys got a good backbone going on because you got some good people standing behind you. There's a lot of us over here that are like, yeah, we'll, we'll help them. We'll be there for them. So anyway, you guys hope to see you soon. And like I said, everybody keep Sarah in your prayers because she is really struggling right now. She's going to be fine and she'll probably be with us next week again. I can't wait. I miss her. So good luck with you guys investigations. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. And um, we'll see you again next Tuesday at seven o'clock. And um, we can speak. You guys can speak to Sarah then. All right, guys, you have a great week and we'll see you later. Bye bye. Coming soon. Deep South Para Comic Con 2023. Check out this amazing event that will have you laughing and screaming all at the same time. This event has it all. From some cast members from The Walking Dead, workshops to help with psychic abilities, an oddities room, and even more. Not to mention the yummy food and amazing guest speakers. Don't miss out on this amazing paranormal experience. Get your tickets now as spaces are limited. Don't forget the kiddos. It's a family-friendly event. Deep South Para Comic Con in Ozark, Alabama, August 19th and 20th, 2023. Visit www.deepsouthparacomicon.com to get your tickets today. Are you looking for web design, press releases, blog posts, product descriptions, academic writing, to cheat in class, social media marketing, and even logo design? Don't worry, there's a lot more, but I'm not going to list them right here. You need to visit... Arden Marketing Enterprises at Arden-ENT.com. That's A-R-D-E-N-E-N-T.com. Or if you would like to speak personally to the owner of Arden Marketing Enterprises, call Teresa Fikes at 334-648-1214. Again, Teresa Fikes at 334-648-1214. Get on it. Simon, your favorite paranormal researcher from the show Repossess. If you want to watch our season one, just go to Hulu, check the reality TV section, look for Repossess, and there you go. Our first full episodes are full of stories, haunted objects, and amazing people that we met in all of our journeys. Make sure to follow me on social media at Marika Gaga. I would love to connect with you. Tell me about your secret haunted objects that we need to investigate. Tell me about everything you want. And do not forget to tell your friends to watch Repossessed.